0: Hello there, Nicola Barden here from q 02s Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well. And thank you so, so much for Press and Play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer in radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google CastBox good pods Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? I have some amazing singers like Shane Ward and Matt Cardell are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who has some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. And if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests, and we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tis yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: You're very welcome back to The Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q and 2 with me, Nicola Barden. Now, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I was walking through town, I spotted spotted um, an ice cream truck outside Murphy's on Exchequer Street and I was on my way to the gym and, you know, it's like temptation. I was like, oh, I'd love it. they were just giving out free samples, but they weren't because there was a few celebs hanging out the front and one of which was Danny O'Reilly of the Coronas. And Danny is on the phone now to tell us, have you given up? the music career for becoming an ice cream man <laughs> in the pandemic or what's the crack?
1: <laughs> that was just a, a short term. We were just dipping our toe in the water <laughs> to see what it was like to be ice cream men um, for for a weekend or a few days. It was uh, it was great fun. It was just to mark the launch of the album and we were just trying to think of different ways to do it and it turned out amazingly. It was so much fun and we, we got the van and we drove around Ireland signing copies of the new album and uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it was just something different, you know, one of the current restrictions of, w- of what we could do, what we were allowed to and and it was a great way to mark the album and, you know, I think thankfully it helped us get to number one.
0: Yeah, well that was, I suppose it's an ingenious thing, you obviously have to start thinking outside the box because you can't go in to a music shop and start signing mm. records right? And that's that. So you're just like, right, what can we do that we can still meet the fans in a like, safe enough way and get the word out and was it who came up with the idea?
1: I have to give all the credit to our manager Jim. Uh, he he had the the amazing idea. As you say, it's it's such a strange time at the moment. Usually we would do we would always do in store signings and and also you know a launch gig of some sort or and then radio performances. You know I've been doing a few radio in- or phone interviews, but we haven't been able to get in and do acoustic performances and radio again. You know with the restrictions. So it was a brilliant idea by our manager and and we just. Wanted to muster up a bit of promo and, and, you know, get people talking about the album. And it did that. But not only did it do that, like the amount of people that came out to see us because there's not much going on, you know, and we had people queuing, you know, for a long time. And, and don't get me wrong, we had all the, you know, with uh, protocols in place and, the, you know, we had COVID officers and social distancing and... But, you know, people were just loving the fact that there was something going on and people were coming down who weren't even Corona fans just to get their mate's CD signed and get some ice cream. And they were just like, <laughs> oh, this is great. Fair play to you. There's nothing going on today. So this is great. So I think people were just loving the fact that there was something different happening. And um, yeah, our manager, Jim, has to take all the credit. It, uh, it was a great idea. And uh, as I say, it, it, it worked out in the end.
0: I, I was only saying to someone yesterday, I got an email announcing some gig next year, I think it was James Vincent McMorrow and I was saying mm. I would actually go see Declan Nurney now. That's how dying for a gig I am. So I'd say the excitement around everywhere when you were coming especially because it wasn't just Dublin. You were going yeah. all over the country and kind people are going, Sure, something to do that doesn't, you know, involve, you know, doing my usual five kilometer walk in a loop that I do every day. They're like, Right, a bit of buzz, a bit of crack
1: Absolutely. And it's funny like it was merely the the, the towns that are off the beaten track a bit more, they were the ones that really appreciated it like more. So like, I mean, we had a great turnouts in Dublin and Cork, but we went to Mitchells and it was the weekend that Independence was meant to be on, you know, mm-hmm. that's the big festival down there. And, and like, the people were just like, ah, oh, it's great to have something on. This is usually the weekend where a town is mad and everything is happening with Indy. And, and similarly, we, we called down to Dunmore East and we got a great, great crowd out there. Like, and, you know, it was a lovely Sunday evening and, so, it, yeah, as you say, I think people are, are at this stage now are just, and and that's what everyone was saying to us who was coming up, was like, oh, we just miss gigging so much. And I'm the same, I'm the same. I'd love to see Declan Ernie um, <laughs> but, or anyone, but, you know, like we miss playing gigs, but just like you, we miss we miss going to gigs as well. And, you know, hopefully it'll come back early next year. As I say, you see, there's a few gigs being announced now and, and we're hoping that, that, yeah, it'll come back sooner rather than later, you know
0: it must be so odd because when you announce a new album there's always like either the gig that's beforehand to kind of promo it or there's the gigs like you come along with when you announce the album you're like we're also going to play the Olympia or the three or whatever like that and you're like well our album's out we don't know when and we're going to see it
1: exactly and that's it you're right like usually all the promo of releasing an album is to build up to a few big gigs and usually we would have you know maybe a marquee in Cork and then a big Dublin show and, and we were hoping to have our big Festival going on in Bray in August, like and obviously none of that could happen, you know. So um, it is strange, and it's sort of only hitting us now that all the promo run is over and we're winding down from from promo and It's like, all right, now it's just nothing, you know. And it's sort of finally hitting us now that there's going to be no gigs because we've been so busy with the album release. Um, it it's sort of only hitting home now, but you know, as you say we're nearly into September now and I'm hopeful that it's going to be back early next year. So, you know, hopefully we, we won't be waiting too long. And, you know, again, like it's just one of those things. I think when it, when it comes back, I think people will appreciate it more than ever. I think there's definitely going to be a hunger and appetite for live music. and, And I don't think people are going to forget the buzz of, of being at a gig. You know, I'm definitely not anyway. So fingers crossed. As I say, it'll come back early next year. And, and um, yeah, there'll, there'll be plenty of gigs, I'd say, going on when it comes back.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, I'd say as soon as any gig is announced, the first few ones are just going to be... As soon as, like, gigs get to, to go ahead And the first gig, you know, there's no incidents. People are going to be like, brilliant, I'll go see anyone. Because even... As a country, we're used to having a guy in the corner playing the guitar or, you know, someone playing the piano just at your dinner, let alone, you know, going out properly. So, you know, for you, it must be really strange having to like go, Okay, now we've nothing to do for a while.
1: Yeah, we exactly. We just have to wait. And and as you say, I think when it comes back initially, because probably it'll come back, you know, people can't really plan too far ahead. So. I'm not sure if there'll be as many international acts coming, you know, early next year because, you know, the cost of touring and, you know, if there's still restrictions or quarantines in place or anything like that. So I think initially there's going to be a great, like, run of Irish acts doing Irish gigs. And, like, I can sort of have this vision in my head next summer of, like, a good few festivals in Ireland that are entirely Irish acts, you know, right from you know, even, like, you could do it on a big festival, like, even a lecture picnic for example, you, you have all the different sizes of amazing Irish acts, you know, the likes of Dermot Kennedy and Hosier and Gavin James who can headline, and, you know, Maybe ourselves and the next bracket down and Bell one and all these amazing acts.
0: Now, now, don't be putting yourself down, Danny, with this kind
1: of stuff. <laughs> okay. Come no, on. Maybe, maybe we can headline the second stage. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, Main
0: stage. Come on. Big yourself up. You're going long enough now that you've got exactly. enough of an audience that would
1: definitely We do. We do. But you know what I mean? I'm right down the bill, we have so many amazing Irish acts at the moment and, and there's a whole new wave of amazing female acts going through as well and different genres of music as well. and. You know, I think that could be a really cool thing to to sort of kickstart the industry here. Next summer, there's just a big wave of, of Irish music and Irish festivals sort of thing, and and it it just could be a real lift for everyone, I think. You know, so fingers crossed that might be the first thing that happens before we let all the all the big international acts in. You know.
0: Well, I think you're right. I don't think a lot of them will be ready to go on tour because I'm sure with the insurance and everything like that, if you have to exactly. keep pulling gigs here and there, you know, it's it's going to be they're going to just do their home gigs before they do anything else. So, exactly, yeah. but the idea of a full Irish lineup is incredible. Like a couple of years ago, you'd be like, "No, we the only way we'd hook it is if we had the big." You know uh, International name Coming over But then again I have to admit That when I go to EP Sometimes I don't even know Some of the big names So I'm like Oh I yeah. like your man That's on the The small stage I like this guy That's in Body and Soul Or this singer yeah. that's over. So like it it We definitely do Have enough acts That could fill Three days
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent, and my mum as well. She said she's going to come out of retirement, so oh. if we need Mary Black to do an L Set somewhere. She'll she'll do it as well.
0: So oh my God, <laughs> Mary is sorry. Mary's trumping you on the main stage. <laughs> Mary is my childhood. I had I grew up with that music. Well, obviously, so did you.
1: But <laughs> so did I uh, yeah, I, I grew up. I'm, I'm down here in Dingle with her with the family. She's amazing. Cook. She cooked an unbelievable lasagna last night, so she's uh, she's not just a great singer.
0: She's Jesus, she does lasagna and all that as well. Look at, you are looking out. She, she's, um. It must be so weird, like, with all of you then. I know you were saying she's coming out of retirement and obviously Roisin as well. You're all a very Ooh. musical family and now you're like, so, uh, board games?
1: Or- yeah, exactly, exactly. It's funny, yeah, because there's always something happening, like, and there's always someone doing a gig and, you know, Roisin's actually working on some new music as well. So, listen, we're gonna keep busy. I'm gonna we're gonna start writing. The Crowns are gonna start writing in the winter as well, and, and even have, maybe have a couple of songs for for our next album. Which seems weird because we literally only released a new album last week. But you know, we might as well while well, we have a bit of time off and, and sort of prepare for the for the whole next round of it. And you know, I, as I say, I'll, I'll, we're in a luckier position, I think, than a lot. You know, I mean it's a tough time for everyone there's so many people in the industry who have lost jobs and lost gigs and venues have closed down and all the crew who do an unbelievable amount of work behind the scenes so we're sort of in in the winter we're going to be doing a bit of work to try and, to try and make sure we get the support from the government and we've been in touch with Epic the people who are sort of putting that together to try and make sure that we don't lose all these talented engineers and technicians because you know if the government don't look after them they'll they're they're gonna have to get different jobs like and then then when the festivals the, these amazing festivals that we're talking about next year there'll be no one to put them on like you know so um we're, we're going to be working on that i think in in september so definitely my mom and routine and, and, and ourselves will be getting behind that sort of just trying to make sure that we're, we're all looked after and and People are, are, you know, are there as I say when the gigs come back. So that'll keep us busy between that and writing new music. That'll be enough to uh, be, until the gigs come back.
0: I think a lot of people assume when they see go to see a band, they don't think about the background. They see yeah. you and the lads, and they just think the corona is that's it. They don't think the person yeah. who puts the lights to make you look good, the person who does all the wire and the all that, like, and then the promoter who puts it all together. You know, there's yeah. It's a very it's you might see four people on the stage, but it's probably yeah. 40, 50 people behind that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for our for our big shows, you know, we could have anything from from 30 to 100 people. But you know, if you think about all the all the riggers and everyone who puts together the stage, it's even more. Like you know, so and you know, a lot of these people are are really skilled in their own, you know, specific. You know, they have their own talents, and and you know, it's not known like it's not a job that anyone can do. You know, I mean, like I've been in a band for for 12 years and and you'd put me behind a sound desk I wouldn't even know where the on switch is you know that sort of way so people think ah yeah you can get someone else to do sound for you no like these are you know as I say specifically talented people like you know so we need to look after them and, and make sure that, that they're there, as, as we say when, when everyone is, is when, when the government gives us the go-ahead to put on these festivals that we're talking about next year. You know.
0: Yeah, even the small gigs, they all they still need people behind them. It's not like if you're playing wheelands or if you're playing electric, yeah. you still need people there, as you 100%. said. If you went in and start working the soundboard, we'd have a very different sound, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we wouldn't be able to hear anything. It'd
0: <laughs> Be very acoustic because the microphone <laughs> wouldn't
1: be on. <laughs> exactly. yeah.
0: And the album is out now. As you said, it's gone to number one. True love waits. That's incredible. In these times, that is really cool.
1: Yeah, we're we're very proud of it. You know, and like it's one of those things. The number one is is a great thing to have, and it, it, it'll help us when we're sort of promote the album next year, whether outside Ireland as well. It's great to have that on the top of our bio, I suppose. And, you know, we're mainly happy with the reaction it's been getting, you know, and that's right across the board. Like, I'm getting friends of mine texting me, like, going, Jamie, I'm really surprised. I really like your new album. And I'm like, what do you mean you're surprised? You hate all the old ones, like, you know? And um, So, yeah, it's nice to get texts like that. And as I say, it's getting a great reaction. And, and, yeah, we're really proud of it. So, you know, we weren't sure whether to release it. The album was ready to go since, you know, before lockdown. And we weren't sure whether it felt right to release it. But we could see the appetite there for new music. And people were engaging on their social media and at home and wanting to listen to new music. So I'm so glad we released it now. And as I say, it's gotten a great reaction. And, and we can't wait to gig it, you know. As I say, hopefully it'll be next summer and, and we'll 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 tour it then, you know.
0: I think if ever, um, I have probably listened to more new music now than ever mm. before because I've, even working from home, you know, you're, you've got music on in the background and like, you're like, right, you're sick of your own playlists on Spotify and stuff like that. So you're like, right, I'll stick on this album. I, I find myself listening to albums now as opposed yeah. to like, uh, you know, so sometimes I would just stick on the charts or whatever. Yeah, but that's. I think that's probably, as you said, there is an appetite there because we have so much extra time in our hands and and we're walking so much.
1: Like... Exactly, yeah. I was just going to say that just the L 5 k walks or runs that everyone are doing. That's, that was what I was doing and I actually found myself going back and listening to full albums that, that remo- especially during lockdown, like, you know, albums that reminded me of when I was in college or whatever and going back and listening to all the Oasis albums or Radiohead albums and start to finish and I hadn't really listened to music like that in a while. Like, you know, and it was it was really, really cool because, as you say, these days now, it's all Spotify playlists or, you know, it, it's it's whatever way you li- you listen to your music. But th- I think the album is definitely still a thing that people will go back to and, and listen to entire albums. And even like the new Taylor Swift album, Fontaine's DC as well, I listened to them all start to finish. And, and as I say, I can't remember when there was albums that I listened to that way, you know, so... It's, it's great, it's great that that's still there and there's still a desire for that and, and, you know, as I say, we're delighted to get the album out and get the reaction again.
0: And then, of course, the next album you write will be all written about banana bread and
1: COVID. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> and it's, it's true, like, you know, I mean, initially when I get into lockdown, I felt difficult to be creative in any way. I was like, what can we write about? Like, you know, but at the end of the day, I've always just been an honest songwriter and if I'm talking about banana bread or 5Ks or all the cliches, like, i, I like I was totally cliche like just trying to bake fairy cakes and muffins and cookies and all this sort of stuff and you know watching the Tiger King and all and and, and you know th- these are things that people are, are, are doing and are going to relate to so yeah there's going to be I think a few quarantine albums next year for sure
0: I <laughs> can't wait to hear the Corona's version of the Tiger King featuring <laughs> exactly. fairy cakes and banana
1: bread <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah exactly
0: well listen Danny thank you so much for chatting me this morning especially when you're on your holidays it's... no
1: problem at all no you know uh, it's, it's a lovely few days we're having in Dingle with family so uh, it, it's great, it's great, so yeah, no issues, it's all nice and jazzy, Nicola.
0: It's one of the most gorgeous parts of Ireland, so I'm mm. very, very jealous that you're there, but obviously stay safe with the weather and all that kind of mm. stuff. And we uh, the album True Love Waits is out now, if anyone hasn't got it, go and get it on the usual spots, you know, iTunes and Spotify everywhere, go and pick it up now. Do you have physical copies of it for sale on the website right now, like that? Dan?
1: We do, yeah, you can get it on our website, crownis.net or on goldenlist.ie, um, in fact, I think you can get signed copies on our on our website if anyone wants to get a signed copy. It's funny because this year we could see the the demand for vinyl has gone way up. Like, and, and we sold out of vinyl in the first week, so we have more on the way. You know, but uh, people, I think, again going back to that, people want throwbacks to to the way they li- used to listen to music and you know the cds and the vinyl were flying you know which is uh, funny because a lot of people as you say just l- listen to their music now on spotify but and um, yeah it's there in, in all shapes and sizes you can get it so uh, yeah
0: well that is brilliant i'm glad it's doing so well it's number one in the charts. so bula bus and uh, we'll see you and mary up on the, the headliners <laughs> for lecture picnic next year <laughs> have a brilliant time in dingle danny Th- thanks so much for chatting to me this morning
1: No worries, Nicola, nice to chat to you, mind yourself.
0: Bye, 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 bye. That, of course, was the incredibly talented Danny O'Reilly there from the Coronas. And as you heard, their new album, True Love Waits, is number one in the Irish charts, which is absolutely deadly considering it's a pandemic. So fair play to them. If you want to pick up your own copy, they have CD and vinyl on thecoronas.net or obviously it's on iTunes, Spotify and the usual kind of crack like that. That is all I have time for this morning. We're going to play a song from the album, Lost in the Thick of It and we'll leave the show there so look after yourself, stay safe stick to the government rules as much as you can if you can understand them and um, wash your hands and wear your mask and I will chat to you next week. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them, for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tiz Yourself with Nicola Barden.